Hello and welcome to the Mind Your Leadership podcast. I'm Karen Tsuk and today I will speak with Ronen Gaffney. Ronen is a business philosopher, game creator, CEO of Freshbiz and an author of The New Entrepreneurs. Today we will talk about what does it mean to be an entrepreneur and how to embrace the new paradigm in order to succeed in the business world. So stay with us. Ronen, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for joining. And I want to ask you as a business philosopher and game creator, can you share with us your journey as an entrepreneur and what brought you to develop the Freshbiz game? Thank you, first of all, Karen, for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. And I think that I would say that my journey as, uh, as an entrepreneur started, first of all, with the idea or be, me being fascinated from stories that I read about entrepreneurs. So around the age of 14 or 15, I started reading books about, you know, companies like Coca-Cola and IBM and McDonald's and like the journey of the founders, which I really found uh, fascinating. And it was about the same time as I started uh, learning about personal computers because personal computers just came into the market. Back then it was the the Atari and the Apple II uh-huh. and the Commodore. Like, I was also fascinated by that. So I was starting to learn uh, computer programming, started developing some, um, some games. So I think that those two elements came together when I, when I wanted to create the, the Fresh Piece game. And, um, and the idea behind it was that after a few years in the market as an entrepreneur, uh, working in small companies, mostly software companies, I kind of came up with the idea to develop Freshbase because what I knew up until that point, and, and I guess most of us, was the game of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And the game of Monopoly was all about how can you win by making all the other players go bankrupt. Uh-huh. And for me, that was like so old school. Who would actually like to become an entrepreneur so you can destroy other people's businesses? Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. The win-lose uh, paradigm, huh? Yeah, it was like, it's it's a lousy motivation. And from what I read and what I experienced, entrepreneurship was all about creativity and collaboration and, you know, self-expression and all of those. Mm-hmm. So that was the basic motivation to come up with a different game that can teach a new generation a different message than Monopoly. That's great. So you're talking about the new paradigm, the win-win paradigm, Versus the win-lose paradigm, right? So three P's paradigm, people, profit, planet, not only yeah, so, seeing the profit. So for us, and um, we also wrote about it in, uh, in our book, The New Entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we no longer call it win-win even, we call it win to the winth power. Mm-hmm. So it's more powerful than just win-win because when you say win-win, it means that there might be two winners or maybe let's say everyone who's in the conversation might be a winner. But mm-hmm. if you're talking about the planet, for example, as you said, is never part of the conversation. He's not the one negotiating the deal. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to leave him as a loser in any business negotiation. But now we understand that this is this is not, you know, 
smart business practice or has like the right values. So as we see, it is about, you know, multidimensional win. It's like win to the power of win. How can we get as many winners as possible? How can we get winning on, on multiple dimensions? So, you know, it's not just about you making money and I making money. We also want to have some fun. We want to be able to work together. We want to make it in reasonable hours and not like lose all our uh, personal lives because of a good deal or something like that. So I see it more as an exclusive winning situation that includes more people and more dimensions. So you're actually combining and implementing also values that are important for you as an entrepreneur, like life integration, seeing the environment and being sustainable. Definitely. Definitely. It's like, I think that the entire fresh biz approach is about, it's about multi-dimensions. It's about being able to win on different dimensions of life and of business, because otherwise it's, it's not entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is not just about starting a business. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, living a life of self-expression, as I see it, making ideas into reality. And I think that when you do this, it should be considered as a win on many different dimensions. It's not just like one thing that you would like to be uh, successful in or one thing that you want to achieve. I think that at the end of the day, when we look at our lives and if you had a good day mm-hmm. or if you had a bad day, the difference is how many check boxes did you check on those like multidimensional life that you live. So that's the idea behind it. It's interesting. I would call it the holistic approach, right? Seeing the broader picture, not only bringing money home or looking at the money aspect, but seeing all the parts of our life that are important for us. So we need to prioritize what's important for us to see how we give it place in our day to day. Then we can live fully, right? Also our well-being and connection with people and whatever works for us and important for us and not to forget ourselves and do everything and be workaholic in order to achieve more money or to bring the business further. But at the end of the day, we will be out of energy. So this is what I hear you say, right? Exactly. It's like, it's definitely an holistic approach. I call it multidimensional because this is how the game works. And this is what... Can you tell us a little bit about the game? I'm curious. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So... To make it easier for people to understand, because it's audio and they can't see it, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a multi-dimensional new age monopoly. Let's call it like this. So okay. it's a business. It's a business simulation. You have to get from one point on the board to a, to a trophy on the other side of the board, and in order for you to do so, you have to uh, you know move across the board, and you have to cross sections, and you have to pay money to cross those sections. Mm-hmm. which gives you motivation to be engaged in business activities and you have business cards so you can start businesses and you have what we call action cards, which are your unique uh, abilities in the game and in life. And you have um, you know, the market, which are kind of like changing business opportunities and environments on the board mm-hmm. and you have stocks and you have money and you have loans. So you have all kinds of different business and entrepreneurship dimensions mm-hmm. and um and navigating through those different dimensions and navigating through the game will allow you to, to reach the, the winner's lot before uh, before the time is up because it's it's a time-limited game. You okay. play for, for 60 minutes or 90 minutes. And the entire idea behind the game is to teach you, first of all, some entrepreneurial skills. Like, for example, to... which skills? So, for example, if you need to start businesses, so you need to understand how to... Uh, 
manage your resources. You need to be able to make decisions on which business would I start according to the profits uh, of the businesses, on mm -hmm. which locations. So you need some strategic thinking. You need to, or you can collaborate with other people. So you need the uh, collaboration skills and negotiation skills, communication skills. Uh, you need to use your action cards, which you can do in all kinds of different, very creative ways. So mm -hmm. creativity comes into play. And uh, proactivity, how proactive are you in the game? Um, your ability to think in, in an entrepreneurial mindset, which means I'm not just like waiting for things to happen to me in the game. I'm actually creating situations, creating opportunities. So all of those skills um, are being practiced uh, for mm -hmm. the game. And it's interesting for, I know that you facilitated the game around 30 countries. What are the feedback from people who are playing the game from organization? How does it change their mindset? Does it change, you know, because let's be honest, going to a workshop, playing a one-time game, it's nice, but what, what is the long-term impact? First of all, I can tell you that we, we had the pleasure to play the game with about 100,000 people mm -hmm. in 30 different countries. It can be from, uh, you know, India and Japan to uh, New York and, uh, and Mexico City. Mm -hmm. And first of all, it's really amazing to see how people are much more alike than we think, uh -huh. uh, which, which I think it's, it's, a, it's good news. At the end of the day, we are very, we are very similar. We share the same fears and the same dreams and, and the same beliefs and the same wishes. So it's like there is way more in common than, than you know, it's presented on the news, mm -hmm. which, is, which is good news. That's, that's regardless of FreshBees. But I guess that I could, have, I could see this through FreshBees because there is something universal in the way the game is designed that really, you know, shines those uh, truths out there. And, and I can tell you that from like seeing people playing the game, even once, they first of all have very deep insights on how they play life. Because when you play a game, you can't... Disconnect you can't, it from yourself. Yeah, you can't like, you can't cheat the system. It like, mm -hmm. let's say, for example, in a, in a job interview, you can, you can say what people expect you to say. When you play a game, then you have to be you. Because if, if you don't see opportunities, you can't fake it like you do. You, you simply mm -hmm. don't see them. If you have uh, low communication skills, so you can't fake having good communication skills. Mm -hmm. So it's, it gives a very, very deep reflection, first of all, on how people actually play their lives. And, you know, it's like a punch to the stomach. So it's, it's very deep. And I have people that, you know, I've, I've met, I think two or three years after they played their one and only game, and they uh -huh. still like, yo, you know, when I played Freshbee, that makes such made such an impact on my life. It's like they remember it, which is like they see a mirror, right? A reflection yeah, of themselves. Really, it's really mirroring the the behavior, and it's expanding their mindset. Like especially around collaboration and creativity, they suddenly see what's possible. They suddenly see. The, the mind traps they've been trapped in uh, mm -hmm. based on, you know, society and uh, the schooling system that prevents us from seeing such, such an enormous land of opportunities, I would call it. And suddenly, kind of like their eyes are opening to, to new possibilities and it's super impactful. So mm -hmm. for some people, it's a, it's a life-changing experience, really, literally. 
some just you know change some habits about how they you know conduct business or run the relationships so apparently it has it has a deep a deep impact on people yes that's amazing because it helps them to also be self-aware of themselves right to see their automatic behaviors really clear reflection and then they can choose to embrace it and use it in the day-to-day in the business world in the day-to-day with the children with their family so it's interesting because you know once in the past I thought that in order to do a deep work we need to be to be in a process and long-term process but, but now I understand that sometimes you touch people it could be for a short time but if it's really clear and really deep so can make a change yeah because especially when you take them through an experience you When you take someone through an experience once you have the right insight the right understanding then then that's it it's embedded in your in your in your system in your DNA uh, you can't unknow it mm-hmm. you can choose not to practice it but you can't you can no longer unknow it so once you have it you know it you know it that's it it's uh, you it, went through the experience it's interesting yes because you're talking about uh, talking about the gamification you The right. way to learn nowadays it's not only through our mind right it's to experience things through our body to embody it and then it's as a b- big impact on us beyond only learning from our mind and reading and yeah it's it's very it's very powerful because it goes it basically combines an understanding a thought mm-hmm. with an emotion yeah. and and when you combine this when you link an understanding to an emotion, then it sticks. Mm-hmm. If you only have the emotion, the emotion can fade away. If you only have the, uh, the, the thoughts, mm-hmm. then you can, you can forget about it maybe. But when it's linked and it's an, a powerful insight with a powerful emotion, right. there are more chances that it will, it will stick. And um, especially games, because games are kind of like a programming Fun. tool for the brain. You can actually you know, program your brain for different skills using the right the right games because our game is you know is wired in a way that it cannot distinguish between reality or mental pictures so if you see something in a game if you have to do something in a game then your brain is actually practicing it if I need to be super creative in a game then your brain cannot say well it's it's only a game let's not activate all the powers that are in charge of creative thinking it has no chance he, he's got to do it he has no options. He's got to activate all the right elements in the brain that are in charge of creative thinking. So the more you do it, the more you play the right games, mm-hmm. the more creative you become or better communication skills you have or whatever you, you're playing. And you know, when you speak, it's resonated within me that when I work with leaders, with organizations, my vision is to help them to be in flow, to embed their doing and the being together and to be fully immersed and to enjoy like, What they're doing and we focused and efficient and creative and this is the best way to be then you invest minimum effort and then gain maximum results right. so I think it's really important for us also to, to enjoy to embed the fun aspect the gamification the game to to be present to be joyful not only be serious at work and say okay I need to go to work now and you know nine to five so it's all their business world is changing all their yeah area. it's A game is a gay is a great tool to uh, you know to get people into flow you can see it you can see it when you see kids are playing when you you can see it when you see adults are playing when people are playing a game they are in a, in a Present. state of flow 
and that's uh, and that's amazing. And that's like the, the more most open for new ideas, and like everything works for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's another element on why games are so so powerful. And and by the way, what you said, like not being so serious and bringing more playfulness into it is. Mm-hmm. So at FreshBeast, we call it serious playfulness. Uh-huh. Like you play life with a serious playfulness mindset. So you also need to be serious, but also you can be joyful. And you need to be serious because there are serious things you need to, to address in life, but you, yeah. but you do it in a playful way. Yeah. So the entire approach towards life and business is playfulness, but it's a serious playfulness. It's not a foolish playfulness. That's the idea. I like it. Well, then you wrote the book, as you say, The, the New Entrepreneurs, and you, you're yourself an entrepreneur. What tips can you give to our listeners who want to build a new business or they are already entrepreneurs and want to take the business to the next phase? So first of all, like the book is kind of like a deep dive into the ideas from the game. Mm-hmm. So we show, it's like I wrote it with my, with my partner, with Simfa Glock. So we show through the book how we did it and how other companies are actually practicing those, those ideas. If I need to give like a, a tip or an idea for other people to become um, new entrepreneurs, as we call it, mm-hmm. then first of all, I would say that as we started our conversation, it's, it's all about the right values. Mm-hmm. It's all about really being able to create win-to-the-win power situations where you bring more people into uh, the winning table and, and you learn how to win on multiple dimensions of life. I think that's very, very important. Mm-hmm. I think that's the entire idea of collaboration versus competition is super key to be successful. What does it mean in the day-to-day? Like I'm an entrepreneur and I want to... You should look at... at First of all, I think you should understand that it's not, it's not a competition. I think I know that for some people, it's, it's hard to grasp the idea that business is not a competition. But I think that once you understand it, once you understand that there is enough for everyone mm-hmm. uh, and there is no need to be competing with, with anyone, mm-hmm. or let's say for sure there is no reason to hurt someone else who's within your market, I, I think that you can be inspired by other people Mm-hmm. who are doing great things. And that's awesome. But that's, but that's not a competition as I see it. It's, a, it's an inspiration. Yeah. So of course I want other people to be active in my, in my market. My idea is not to make sure that all the other training companies in the world will fail or some of them will fail. I want to have as many as possible because if I'm in the market of training people mm-hmm. uh, towards like uh, the skills of the future, I would love to have as many partners as possible around me. Because it's important to me. So I think that if you're coming with the right intentions into the market, if what you do is actually based on the idea that you want to bring value to the market on the specific you know, area that you chose to bring value in, mm-hmm. you want to have as much, as much help as possible. So anyone else within your market is, is a potential collaborator, not a potential uh, competitor. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's number one. First of all, like let's look at the market and let's see who can be our partners. As for example, as we see it in, in Freshbees, all the other training companies in the world are not competitors, they are partners. So we partner with them and we license them to run Freshbees workshops because I have tens of thousands of potential partners around the globe. Why should I see them as competitors? There yeah. is way more than enough for everyone. So that's so that's number one, like really see mm-hmm. see the business world as a collaboration 
or as a collaborative arena and not in the competitive arena. And the second thing that I would I would recommend is is to really be very creative with with what we already have. You know, most people or more most executives, if you'll ask them what they need to be able to achieve their goals, mm-hmm. so they will say something which is something in the form of like, I need more resources. I need more money. I need more people. I need whatever. I almost never hear something like, um, I need to work my skills. I need to be more creative. I need to be more proactive. I need to uh, be more collaborative. It's it's always on the outside, like the solution is always on the outside and, and rarely a, an inner thing, like a kind of like, I need better skills. Mm-hmm. So my second thing is like, look inside, check for the, for the skills you need. There are so many resources already available around you. You just need to be creative enough to use them. You need to be proactive enough to get them. You need to have good skills of communication to communicate with other people that owns those uh, resources or whatever, but they're already out there. You don't need to wait for anything to, uh, you know, grow out of the soil or you don't need for anyone that uh, is still working on an invention that hasn't met the, the world. Everything that you actually need is already out there. You need, just need the right access to get it. So mm-hmm. it's all about your skills. It's not about what's out there that it's, you know, not yours yet. So it's interesting what you said. Two things I thought about. First of all, I talk about mindful leadership and a great tension that we need to hold nowadays is between the doing mode and the being mode. So as leaders, we learn that we need to have the right resource and to be in a doing mode all day long. However, as I see it, we need to learn now to be more in the being mode and to stop and pause and listen and communicate and create a dialogue space. So you say as leaders, instead of looking for more resource, use your own resource, create a place of a dialogue space with your team and think with them together, we can make it a creative product or whatever we want. So this is what resonated within me. And the second thing was also interesting because you said that we don't need to be in a competition with others. I think we, another way to rephrase this is to be a better version of ourselves. If we want to be in a competition, we need to be in a competition with ourselves to get new skills, to learn, to develop and not stop learning because it's a continuous learning process. So instead of like competing with ourselves, because I don't like the, the competing elements of it, because, you know, if you're competing with yourself, you, you can't lose if, if you want. Like, so it's more of like being more connected to the achievements and not mm-hmm. the competition. In a competition, like someone it. always loses. If it's an right. achievement game, then I can be better than what I was before or I can be inspired by someone else and, and then achieve more. It's like whatever you see as an inspiration. So someone needs to see his own self from yesterday to get uh, inspired to be more and someone else needs to see someone else doing great things, like whatever, whatever mm-hmm. inspires you. But uh, at the end of the day, you want to achieve you want to achieve more and bring and bring value and work based on the right values. So that's, I think that's what the, the new entrepreneurship is all about. I agree with you. Thank you. I like the accurate words. And last question that I'm curious about, uh, you know, you, you're an entrepreneur and we in the coronavirus, hopefully the end, but it's not sure at all. So I know you needed to pivot your business, right? Because you were going right. abroad. And if we can wrap up by this, asking this question, how did you embed 
all the principles that you are teaching everybody in your own life, needing so, to be with. So basically, you know, when coronavirus uh, hit the world in last uh, February or March, that basically created a disruption in the world that we've been talking about for the past nine years. So it was on one hand great because everything that we've talked about is now happening and you know, all the skills that we were talking about and you have to be very flexible and you have to be very entrepreneurial and you have to be very creative. All of that is now super relevant, but at the moment it was super relevant. Basically our business was shut down because all our, all our business is based on live workshops that are based on a board game that now we cannot, we cannot do. So it was kind of like a, an interesting situation that what I have to say is super relevant more than ever, but I don't have the platform to actually say it, uh-huh. which is, which has created like an interest idea or situation. But, but then I said like, okay, I'm, I'm a fresh beezer. I'm doing this all my life. I know how to think like that. What am I going to do? And I understood that there is the one of three ways that I can react. I can either, you know, go into a victimizing uh, mindset and, oh, that's that's just happened to me and I hope the government will pay me enough money to go through this, which was obviously like, I'm not going to do that, that's for sure. <laughs> and the second thing was like, okay, let's see if I can adapt to whatever, like the response approach or the response mindset as we call it. Okay, let's see what I can do on Zoom. Let's see how we can, whatever. So I did some of that but i but i definitely understood that this is not the way i want to go through this because it's not about just like some adaptations there is an opportunity here and then i came to the third option which we call in our workshops like the entrepreneurial mindset if if there is an opportunity now how can i leverage the opportunity how can i create something something new out of it and i really took the time to understand what else or new do I have to say based on, on the new circumstances, based on the disruption that the world is experiencing? Mm-hmm. And I really like, you know, I, I dived in into my, uh, my knowledge and my soul and I, and, I, and I looked for new knowledge and for new ideas. And I came up with new workshops and new events and new content. And it was like one of my most uh, flourished years ever. Like I came with like so much new content in 2020 mm-hmm. that it was really, really amazing. So I kind of like, I think I practiced what I preach. I kind of like did exactly what I would recommend to anyone else. Like just like, what's the opportunity here? What are your resources? What resources? What's possible? Let's be creative. And, and I did all of that and I kind of like, redesigned my entire business and um, put it into action. Amazing. You walk the talk, so it's the yeah. most important thing. Yeah. And then if we, people want to find you, where can they find you? So they can find me on, of course, Facebook, Instagram. They can email me. Wonengafni.com is my uh, is my website. Uh, LinkedIn, of course. And uh, freshbeastgame.com. It's our uh, Freshbeast uh, website. And then thank you very much for being with us. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. It's been a pleasure for me too. <laughs> This was Ornen Gaffney. Hope you enjoyed our conversation. You're invited to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, or Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast in order to know when we upload a new one. Till then, take care and bye-bye. Thank you for listening.